welcome welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for a double episode of the good place season three has arrived we're almost to the end man we're more than halfway through it has been a very interesting journey chidi and eleanor their storylines i enjoy a lot more than tahani and jason still i think that michael he has moments where he works and moments where i'm like bruh chill like what are you doing and then maya rudolph in the end coming back as judge jen was spectacular especially when she kept doing those like you know how you like she's imitating talking like a black person even though she's an actual black person it's just hysterical overall i enjoyed the premiere a little bit better than i enjoyed the second episode but that's mainly because i've never been a huge fan of trevor so him coming back i was like oh that guy not so funny but he did an impressive job of being the world's most annoying person i would ever want to be in a group with and i would totally be on a plane back to the us of a if i had to deal with did he even introduce himself as trevor or did he give a fake name i'm not sure let's get into the first episode of season three though everything is bonzer like what does that even mean the word bonzer like crazy this is a caucasian word i am very much unfamiliar with in my dialogue i never use it written by jen stasky and michael schur directed by dean holland michael schur did not write the second part of this episode which was a two-parter it did feel a little long in some places however i gave it an 8.9 out of 10 michael takes his court orders and his corniness to the doorman who we later learns name is jeff and we've kind of moved back a little bit because this is his first trip down to earth which he gets approved it is for the experiment and he is supposed to save the four humans and create a new timeline it's been 8,000 years since I've heard a joke and I still haven't because Michael really be thinking he hitting on these uh on these one-liners but he's not only Michael would be excited though to have no powers and to take the bus because the bus is not an experience anyone should ever want to repeat if you have any other and I do mean any other choice of moving some distance we see from his perspective rescuing our four idiots on earth he comes back to marvel over the pizza hut taco bell combo which is also known as stoner's heaven he shows or shares with janet his simplistic earth enjoyments though he didn't actually chew the gum from the gumball machine which is silly seven months later well the experiment isn't going so well we had seen it from eleanor's perspective but now we're going to move on to Chidi, who can't decide on a muffin and starts crying. Tahani, she is still self-obsessed, chasing fame. Jason confesses to a robbery while trying to get an officer to marry him. So legally she can't arrest him, which is not how that works at all. Michael tells Janet his plans to get Chidi and Eleanor to meet because if they do according to him everything will just fall into place because they always help each other he's just gonna nudge some things janet's like that's not a good idea 
the judge said we shouldn't do that he's like don't worry about the judge she's binge watching ncis and lord knows that would take 110 to 15 years chidi and eleanor meet and he agrees to help her become a better person after her near-death experience without hesitation despite how weird it is that she watched his lecture uh and then showed up literally like the next day so that he could be his guide or her guide to uh enlightenment or being a better person as she puts it chidi speaking french though you talk dirty to me i am learning french still i it's very hard to try to do the lessons when everything else is happening in life but i am still on that track of learning french in my spare time whenever i can get to it from chidi's perspective we see from the moment where he almost died because she's like why are you trying to help me out and he's like well then we get the flashback his friend is like you need to fix your brain because it's broken because he thought his near-death experiment or experience meant that he should stop having air conditioners <laughs> and he's like no dude that's not the lesson it's your indecisiveness that almost caused your death he marches into neuroscience meets simone who is amaze balls i love her with her aussie accent and her morbid sense of humor except he actually falls for simone and i thought this was going to be a problem but apparently it wasn't who helps him study his brain which inspires him to do his lecture he needs to come up with a new thesis he throws his other one in the trash uh, he's never been happy he tells his friend henry the one that he bought the boots for he tells henry it's easy to be decisive just decide to do it <clears throat> bullshit i love that they immediately showed why this thought process is flawed because henry tries to go exercise and he completely ends up in the hospital he brought in a basket of blueberry muffins and i was dying but turns out everyone shouldn't just go do it he uh did it and fucked himself up for life so now he's back into indecisive mode because he thought he was about the right path uh then he had heard the article like oh i don't do blueberry muffins because they mistreat the blueberry farmers mistreat their workers or something like that <laughs> so this sends him into a spiral once again michael intervene playing the mysterious librarian that tells him the next person to ask for help just say yes and when eleanor showed up he was like fine i guess this is my opportunity sean who i told y'all was gonna want revenge is trying to interfere in this experiment any way he can he wants to see the humans progress one even asks this 50 million people we got down here why you care about these four and he is cocooned for asking questions he tells his secretary play something terribly evil or deeply tragic something to that effect and she turns on richard marks right here waiting for you and he's like yeah that's the stuff <laughs> and then eleanor is being taught by chidi aristotle but she did not know it was aristotle she thought it was closer to a burrito like chipotle and now she thinks chipotle is chipastotle you're so dumb you are really dumb for real eleanor is like look you're my friend so every time i want to say thank you to my friends at home i buy them pot and he's like please don't buy me drugs 
he and Simone catch up and she's definitely giving him all of the eyes I expected Eleanor to be jealous but as Janet pointed out every time they weren't romantic partners they were always really close friends though and them not being romantic at this stage or at all in their real life is not you know it's not terrible they still had the bond with each other but Michael wants it exactly like he's shipping them and he wants his ship to uh, to sail and not sink and as a shipper myself I I know where he's coming from especially when Eleanor kind of forces very cutely them to go on a date during the MRI that was super adorable and really kind of friend goes Michael isn't pleased despite Janet's caution to not upset mommy since that's who she imagines the judge as seeing as she does not have one she also thinks that Michael is her daddy even though she thinks it's weird didn't Jason think that Michael was was her daddy too so now she's just decided to make a canon in her head he has decided he's going to get Tahani and Jason to Australia. His interference, however, creates the backdoor Sean needs to spy on the humans. Eleanor wants to know about the date the next day, but he chickened out on the kiss. So he has her tag along to Simone's office because now he has an idea for his thesis. Um, he starts the conversation with what do I and Eleanor have in common? A complete disregard for my office hours. <laughs> they are going to do a joint study on near-death experiences and how they influence ethical decisions and then they asked the the guy in the room that really didn't want his one-on-one time to be interrupted what he was saying and he was saying that his grandma died and Eleanor was like oh you need to read the room dude mood killer they just kissed and everything this gives Michael his opening and three weeks later Tahani has joined the group and she's delighted Eleanor isn't a super fan of her sister. She gave her shit to Goodwill. We find out from her perspective after she got saved, everyone thought her sister saved her, despite her sister just basically standing there. And then she allows it to happen. And by Goodwill, she means Prince William since he married a commoner. I'm sure this joke was not meant to be as funny as it was when it it was going on in 2018 but it's very funny now even though one could argue that Megan is a commoner but I'm pretty sure that Kate Middleton is a bitch she looks like a bitch I mean let's just be quite frank like we can say that Prince William, he, he was heir to the throne, sure, but you look like your damn daddy, and that's unfortunate. Because the loss of, I don't care what title you have, if I can't look at you while I'm fucking, we can't do this. But Kate always looked like something just smells on her upper lip at all times. But I did laugh also when she said, I figured he would know needy people because it's a funny statement not so much that Tahani is saying it because I can't really stand Tahani much either then she deleted her celebrity contacts and went to a Buddhist monastery this is a Caucasian rich type of ploy and that's why I was like "Mm -mm." in an effort to get the spotlight or in an effort to get out of the spotlight but she decided to write a book about her experiences trying to get out of the spotlight called trying to get out of the spotlight is doing a whole bunch of press about it has 
done a whole bunch of the 582 questions that's being nominated for awards this is exactly what celebrities do when they're down and out or feel like their their career isn't moving in the right direction well this happened to me i eat pray love myself because despite giving away everything i clearly still have a million dollar bank account and that's uh that's what she does michael poses as gordon a talent agent or just someone i'm not sure he was vetted calling her out on her bullshit message in an effort to get more fame and to prove that she's authentic she decides to join the study group especially when they was calling out her cruise <laughs> the mike will i am's gonna show up at her cruise jason is throwing rocks when michael finds him as a talent agent what do you call himself i don't even know for his dance crew but jason has had a really tough year and he says his year started a year ago when he decided to win a dance competition after his near-death experience and he said you didn't see any other posters i don't think so there was like 14 million on there that said start again in life and that's what he went for he tells his crew we're gonna have to really work hard if we want to win this half leave because that's not something they really want to do and then he said there's no crime to be involved the other half leave a few months later they're disqualified from the dance competition despite that it was okay you know they had a little rhythm however 40 members in a eight person competition is not gonna work like you gotta follow the rules four competitions later and no rent they all decide to return a crime and that's where he confesses to the burglary Pillboy bails him out he's working at a group home but it's jason's fault for using his one call to punk the police department and he said look i may have a stable job but it's boring you're a dreamer and someday i'll be able to buy my own vicodin and not get it from the people in the nursing home that think it's candy but it's not candy and sometimes it's laxatives jason is looking for what michael is selling so he heads over to australia as well frog insulated mug wins big points with jeff when he brings him back a souvenir jen checks in and she like seven million caucasian women find mark hammond or mark Harmon attractive nope but janet and michael are excited because the gang is back together except one more person has joined the study group and his name is trevor the demon that's what leads us into episode two the brainy bunch written by dan Schofield, directed by jude wing who worked on fresh off the boat this episode premiered october 4th of 2018 and i gave this one an 8.4 out of 10 i didn't dislike it but it wasn't as uh didn't have me chuckling as much as the last episode chidi gives them ethic uh well first trevor comes in and offers them all lemon bars i don't care who you are i don't care how polite you're trying to be i'm not eating out of any container and i don't know you and when i mean i need to know you basically i need to know what your habits are in the bathroom because i know too many people who don't wash their hands in the restroom and they think that's okay and i'm but it is 
I'm not trusting anyone else's cooking, especially if he said his Nana did it. I'm like, oh, I know it's shit. Chidi gives them ethic problems and scan their brains to get a sense of their baseline moral instincts. Then Simone will trigger their near-death experiences with photos and they will compare. Tahani is such a snob who wears pure gold bras. Like, who does that? Who does that? Eleanor's like, yeah, I got rust stains on mine, so I don't know what that kind of lifestyle was about. Trevor is sending her dank memes, whatever that means. But that's what you get for giving your phone number out, because I would never. Jason is holding a spider, and he says, can I get an extra dose of radiation? She says, that's an MRI machine. Does not have radiation in it. And then Eleanor says, are you holding a spider, buddy? Are you holding a spider because you think if you go in the MRI machine, it'll give you superpowers? He's like, well, it already bit my hand and it made it swell up. Eleanor ain't feeling this new group at all, though they do go out to a American buffet where you can pile up a ridiculous amount of food. You also can sit at the Florida table where the stench is very much like Florida. They sit at the Arizona table. She then gives them their placeholder for when their table is ready and it's an actual real gun. (laughs) She was like, I think this is real. On the wall, there's a photo of Hulk Hogan, Paris Hilton, Judge Judy, and David Hasselhoff. That does kind of sum up uh, America a lot. The Brady Bunch t-shirts are introduced. I would have thrown it on the floor and said, nope, 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 nope. I'm not wearing this. Trevor is hijacking the group with his over-enthusiasm and horrible personality with only really Jason co-signing. Janet poses as the waitress, but she dislikes not having her powers. She says humans live 80 years and spend much of it waiting for things to be over. (laughs) trevor implants the idea that fraternizing with the group will eschew the study group results to cheaty so michael tries his library routine to try to convince him otherwise while eleanor gets him not a hot tea but a root beer that she had them put in the microwave then she's like just don't drink that it doesn't work eleanor feels as if she has lost a friend because she admits that I didn't really come here for this group. I came here for you and I want to do this one-on-one thing. And she would much prefer that. But he's trying to encourage her to be a part of the group. Trevor gloats while Janet and Michael feel rather hopeless. But when class resumes the next day, Tahani and Jason did not sleep together. Despite them very much looking like they were going to do so. Jason was an absolute gentleman. Took her home forgot where he lived saw a motel across the street and then a dumpster behind it and slept there for the night he said it was fun getting to know her and that she is a lot of fun to hang out with eleanor doesn't show up for class he had been having a conversation with simone about the fact that he hadn't slept pondering his dilemma but when she does not show up and he says well let's keep things professional he can't really sell himself on that and he's like do you think i should and simone's like yeah i already ordered you a car because you should not be driving we catch up with eleanor who's in her hotel room 
reading about larry hemsworth now i have not heard of a fourth hemsworth brother so i'm thinking this is for the show chidi comes in doesn't know quite how he got there but he knows that this is important to him he finally knows what he wants to do with his thesis and it's because she showed up in his office and he's asking as a friend that she give him three months and despite her not really being good with the talking stuff and him not being good with it she agrees and they are finally back on the right path it's michael's turn to gloat to trevor saying see you can't break that unshakable bond between chidi and eleanor and he says those four people four humans mean everything to me and i won't let you do anything to to hurt them or interfere in this but trevor's like what does it matter eventually the judge is gonna find out and just then dorman shows up to say jen wants to see all three of you jen tosses trevor into a black void because he doesn't know when he should shut up she tells michael the experiment is over she said you can go down once once well you didn't make it explicit once like you have fucked up everything the jaguars they might make the playoffs the greatest showman made 400 million dollars which is so true like how the hell and monitoring will now be over as the his shenanigans are causing too much crazy shit to happen in the world michael has to go to the bad place and face his punishment janet has to get marbled just then janet's backed up requests start to process because she's like a printer once it gets jammed and it gets unjammed everything just kind of piles up and it's at that moment michael's like we need to escape jeff looks at michael michael looks at jeff saying are you gonna stop me man and he hands over those keys it's like i'm rooting for you guy And now Michael and Janet are fugitives on Earth and are humans while they get to live. They also have to get into the good place on their own merits. But you, we all know that Michael and Janet are going to interfere. Which means Sean's probably going to be back in the fight once again with someone else to try to take down uh, the gang. Oh my God, please don't make it Vicky. I hated Vicky. <laughs> It's probably going to be Vicky. With that prediction, let's head on to the mailbag. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I'm here to finally give some feedback for The Good Place. I missed out on a couple of podcasts because I wasn't caught up. Sad to say, but I finally am. I ain't gonna lie. You and Mimi were confusing me with what episode we're supposed to be on. And it didn't help that I missed out on the last two podcasts. And also it didn't help that Netflix doesn't 
say there's a episode 13 in season two so <laughs> so i think netflix and google need to get together to get their crap straight because yeah according to netflix there is no 13 episode so on that note i am going to talk about episode one and two of season three and if that's not correct then i don't know what to tell you at this point i'm waving the white flag all right um as for these episodes i enjoy them i love that each season we're getting a new dynamic in regards to um what's happening um season one was the the quote-unquote good place season two was the bad place trying to get to the good place and now we have season three where they're put back on earth to redo everything to see if that'll get them into the good place so i like that and um so far i've been i'm enjoying the first two episodes of season three we see that michael's um you know he goes down to save all the I me mean, all the save the gang um to keep them from dying which puts them on a new timeline to where they're navigating everything as people that were had a near-death experience versus obviously dying so yes um we see eleanor trying her second life opportunity when she doesn't get hit by the cart we go along on what happens to her she joins this uh the uh save the earth group and that goes well for a little bit for six months i will say time definitely goes fast in these episodes so you know six months later they got old she's over it she goes back to how she used to be Michael's not supposed to interfere, but he feels like he has to. And the core uh, of the group is Chidi and Eleanor. They bring everyone together and he feels like that needs to happen again. So he coordinates um, getting them back together, um, which they do. And of course, all kinds of craziness ensues. I like um, Chidi's um, girlfriend. I mean, I know they're not going to last, but the, the Australian girlfriend, I forget her name. I like their dynamic. Um, she's sweet. So it's sad that they're not going to end up together. But I understand that this is the show is about Eleanor and Chidi. They're the um, they're the couple. So I'm okay with that. I mean, they're basically... Sorry, I had to pause there, so hopefully I'm starting back up where I left off. But basically, they're soulmates. I mean, all in, for all intents and purposes, because in every timeline, they end up together. They end up finding each other. So, yeah, it's a very interesting twist on being soulmates. And, um, yeah. And so we see Jason... You know, joining a dance group and finding his way to um, the experiment that Chidi is doing about near-death experience. And then that, of course, how Tahani gets in on it. And yeah, and so we 
find them in episode two with Trevor joining the fray because uh, Sean finds out that what they're up to, what's going on, that they're on Earth, that the judge put them back there. So Trevor is sent down there to cause chaos and confusion. And that, you know, that was hilarious. Um, I like that, you know, Janet, of course, you know, she's my favorite character. How she, <laughs> when she went down to Earth, I like that whole, uh, <laughs> those scenes with her trying to figure out how to navigate that on Earth. And yes, I knew it wasn't going to end well. And <laughs> at some point, I'm like, doesn't the, doesn't the judge supposed to know all? So yeah, the many times Michael kept going down there with the same paper um, that the guy kept stamping. So I'm like, yeah, this is not going to end well. And I'm surprised Michael didn't. I'm sure on some level he knew it wasn't going to end well, but he was determined to make this experience or experiment work so yeah if he had to nudge them a little bit because i couldn't imagine how else they would have gotten together because first of all they're on total opposite ends of the world eleanor is in arizona jason's in florida tahani's in england i guess and chidi is in australia so i couldn't even think of um, without interference i can't imagine them getting together and from what Michael is saying which I agree um it only worked they only became better people when they as you know as their gang got together and they pushed each other in a lot of ways to be better so on their own they were not going to get to that it's just the way it is I love how Janet just loves her some Jason. It don't matter where what's going on, what's happening. She's just all about Jason still. Um, so that was funny. What else? Yeah, I think that's it for the most part. Yeah, these were really I like I'm liking this um, them being back on Earth, retrying everything uh, arc story arc. So I'm looking forward to how this all plays out and. <laughs> what shenanigans they all get into but that's all i have for now like i said i enjoy these two um and look forward to more so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was our shyness finally coming through with some feedback on the episodes which are correct yes we went ad nauseum back and forth google versus netflix in the future, I'll just put Netflixes on there. I didn't know where everybody was watching this shit. I mean, I should have guessed they were watching it on Netflix like I was. But I really do all the time go to the internet and the that to look up all my my show notes and stuff. So if Google fucks up, I think I think it more has to do with Netflix screwing up than it has to do with Google. Because these were supposed to be two separate episodes. The premiere. They're part one and part two. And they started doing that in season two. So that's why it's so confusing. The first season was perfectly fine. But the second season, I didn't really notice that they had split it up. I just kept going by what, uh, naturally, how many episodes were in the season. So, whatever. Anyhow, um... You're right. I think that part of them thought that they were going to go back to Earth and, you know, after they have 
had their near-death experience they would be good people but it turns out as you stated they do need to actually have that interaction with each other but i also like what you said that it's a different dynamic and they aren't instantly friends like you can definitely tell eleanor ain't really feeling to honey <laughs> even though like she was so nice to offer her her pull-out couch and she was like yeah thanks but no and it's not to say that you know i would want to sleep on a pullout either but she makes it very clear like tani's just not a great person i would get along with but somehow their friendship are going to bond even more over the next few episodes but yeah i like how it is playing out with different types of ideas each season i think this might be my favorite one because it's them reliving their human life if they hadn't died and what decisions and now michael is heavily involved so i can't wait to see where the show goes and with that last but certainly not least queen mimi what up christina it's mimi sending in feedback for the good place now i don't know how i got all turned around and got confused and lost track of my schedule with this show but i know there was like two or three episodes of the podcast that i missed for this show but i did just watch the last two now on the calendar you had season two episode 12 and 13 but there is no 13 for season two it goes season two episode 12 and then it goes into the third season opener so i did watch those last two um so i should be caught up and i if this is wrong and that's not what this podcast is about just disregard this message and i will resend another one and get caught up right where i'm supposed to because i really don't know how i got all turned around with this show but i did i missed one week and then i just could not catch up i kept watching the wrong shows um so i know that they have met with the judge um the all-knowing judge and she had agreed to let them you know retry being human and you know given the opportunity michael thought that they would get better on their own and it wasn't going to be anything that and it wouldn't be they wouldn't need to interfere but basically between season 12 i'm um, season 12 episode 12 and season 3 episode 1 we basically just see michael you know going back in and talking uh and manipulating the situation so that the four are back together because he realized that they are better together they get better because they're together and mainly i would say it's probably more cheaty than anyone else because even though he's terrible at making decisions to the point where it causes other people harm he is definitely the best person and he's always reasonable and he's always thoughtful now i didn't think that michael had to go and manipulate him with the you know next time someone asks for help do it i really believe chidi would have helped it anyway it probably would take eleanor asking more than once because you know he is a professor and he has his other duties but i think he would have done it anyway i will say when this show first when i first watched the show simone yeah simone i loved her like as soon as i was introduced to her she was just immediately my favorite character like and i love me some krista bell so you know eleanor was my girl but she straight passed her because she was just so awesome and then fun fact the veronica mars the show that ugh, i is 
old, my ultimate favorite show. I remember it's the first time I ever seen Kristen Bell. It will always be in my heart, even though they did that last season dirty. They got a movie, um, and then there was a like a reboot on Hulu, and the girl that plays Simone was in that that show. Veronica Mars, like when they got older, loved her in that, loved them in that. I just love Eleanor and Simone's like personalities and like the way they they like. <laughs> drag the crap out of Chidi for not asking Simone out and then played off of each other. Oh, I love I love them together. Um, I, I, I can't say that I remember all of their interactions, but I do know I love them separately. And I can remember just from what I've seen in these last two episodes that I like them together. Um, Jason still being Jason with his dumb ass. That whole dance crew thing, I can't tell you. I used to be a dancer when I was in college and I used to hate when we would have competitions and then they would be like the max amount of people on stage can be can only be like 10 or something and we had more people than 10 but we used to always make sure that not everybody was on the stage at one time like I think there was like like the ending number or something like that everyone could be on the stage but they can't be on the stage for a certain amount of time it's, a, it's like really complicated rules but they were like we would go to these competitions in the city and these fools would have like 40 people on the stage and they never got disqualified like you should automatically not even place because you didn't listen they'd be like be on time everybody would be late like i was like this is what happens when you're trying to be in like you know in a black hip-hop group a dance troupe motherfuckers don't know how to act <laughs> so i died when uh jason's team got disqualified and they were sitting there hoping they won i was like you guys have 40 people on the stage and you could only have eight <laughs> and then they kept losing over and over again and then like you disqualify for violence like ugh, jason is so stupid and i keep i forgot that he died because he suffocated in a vault or a safe like ugh, seriously you have to know those things are airtight you do not have to be a scientist or like a, a genius an engineer like common sense would tell you if it locks like that and it's steel do you see any air holes <laughs> why do you think a, how's a snorkel gonna work if you can't get the snorkel outside of the thing that should have just let us know how dumb that fool was he's so stupid <laughs> and then uh oh my god Ugh, tahani she was a hot mess like she changed her life got rid of everything went to live with the buddhist monks and then in the same breath started writing a book about self-help selling it and doing all these things and then had the audacity to act like she was different from michael when he was like pretending like to be someone else so he could get her to they're in australia yeah yeah that's where they are so <laughs> that was funny um it made me laugh and i love janet <laughs> she cracks me up uh that when uh michael was talking about how like i nailed the australian accent and she was like yeah that was funny <laughs> um what else did i like about these two episodes <sighs> i don't know i do i do like the thought process behind this is going back i think this was maybe like episode 11 in season two maybe even 10 but when michael was talking about the trolley you know either you hit less people 
you know, or you, you, you save the person, you know, whatever, whatever. And then he came up and he said, you know, like the answer was actually obvious. Like in order to save, like you can save everyone if you sacrifice yourself. I swear I never even thought of that. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that answer was right in front of me the whole time. Like that, like, you know, you kill two people or you can kill like, I think it was like five or six or you can kill yourself and just sacrifice yourself and just kill one person. Like, wow, that shit was pretty like eye opening to me. I don't know why that shit never even occurred to me. Um, I think that's all I have. All I know is I'm tired as heck. I literally just ran, I think it was like 3.6, miles. I don't know. It was a little, little less than four and my body hurts. And I got to tell y'all, working out is for the birds. Like when I started running, my legs are hurting so bad and they weren't hurting before. I think like walking is fine, but when you're running, you can feel those muscles I've been trying to like at least like I know my sister said like you should have a leg day and an arm day but I was like no I'm gonna just work both of them because I don't have time to squeeze in you know three x like three days and like extra to lift weight so I was like I'll just do it you know before I run or after I run so like the exercises that I felt like I was really good at I've been doing that but they're both legs and they're both arms and I see why people talk about leg day because it's hard when all of your muscles hurt but I really think for me it's probably for the best because I, I just I already have to run three times a day and that takes up probably like an hour and a half of my time so I'm trying to incorporate those workouts on those three days and then one more so that it's four days out of the week <sighs> we'll see hopefully this pays off y'all my vacation is in two weeks we're going to Puerto Vallarta Mexico for seven days and I plan on being in a bikini drinking a Mai Tai on the beach that's literally the only reason I've been working out like this trying to get skinny and I bought a whole bunch of like I still got stretch marks and I'm still a little chubby not gonna lie but I see thick girls all the time wearing bikinis and I was like I'm gonna get the confidence I need to rock this and I bought all about I bought I got a like several one pieces but I got some very cute bikinis and I'm gonna wear them and I'm gonna send y'all pictures and y'all gonna be like dag she doing it in 2021 <laughs> so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch me me out that was Queen Mimi with her feedback. Girl, you ain't got to tell me that running is the absolute worst. Is what I, why I don't do it. But <laughs> working out, period, absolutely blows all of the big falotas because it, it really, I, I get that it's supposed to make you feel energetic, but it also, you know, at a certain age makes you want to die. And I know they keep saying, oh, the more you do it, the more better. I'm like, when, when do I get up and start working out? And I'm like, you know what? I totally want to do this right now. Not at any point in time. I don't care what people try to say. Like, I really love when I... I'm waiting for that moment, okay? I'm waiting for that. It's like yoga. I still don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. I do it every time. And I'm like, you keep saying, one day I'm going to catch you. I, I'm not catching on. Working out... I'll do it because I got to 
and I'm trying to get on this beach and act a damn slut fool. But besides that, <laughs> that, and I'm really trying to get into this outfit that I really want. Mm-mm. But uh, I mean, the only thing I could say it does accomplish right now is make me sleep really good because I'm I'm really tired <laughs> and my body aches. And I'm like, yes, hand me over that Advil slash antihistamine duo combination because I need it. Back to the episode. Um, something actually Shy mentioned, but you kind of brought back up with Simone. Yes, that is a character I really like. I'm not sure if Eleanor uh, and Chidi are going to be in game. I mean, it seems rather evident, but... I really like how their dynamic is too. I'm glad that they didn't make them enemies. They actually are more friendly than say her and Zahani. So I like their dynamic a lot better as well. Totally with you on that. I uh, don't know nothing about no Veronica Mars. You know, some some shows I'm like, mm, that's too Caucasian for me. <laughs> like there's no black people anywhere. I can't relate to this, but I get it. I'm sure there's some show in my past of which, like, mm, I've always had a really weird sense of television watching, though. I tend to watch more on the rated R side of things. I was never, like, I got into Vampire Diaries very briefly, but only because, really, Bonnie Bennett was in it, and I really loved her, and I was shipping the hell out of the friendship between the actors and well not shipping it you know what i mean i really like their dynamics so i was shipping the characters uh but other than that i don't i don't have too many did i ever watch seventh heaven i don't think so never watched the original charmed never watched some of these um these coming of age stories in our generation not as much granted i wasn't also allowed to have the television um there was one upstairs one downstairs guess which one was the kids whichever one was not being watched at the moment and if they both were being watched guess what you weren't going to watch what the parents were watching (laughs) you had no say in the televisions none whatsoever i didn't grow up with my own television in my own room that shit like that's a privilege like the only thing we used to get really hyped about watching was wrestling because it would be on right before my dad came home from work at around 9 p.m. and we'd be so excited sometimes he'd come in and it'd be still on he'd be like come on daddy let me get it's about to be over can let's watch this but that's about it for us was uh, wrestling other than that we didn't watch too much tv growing up even the tv i did watch was mostly uh we was only allowed to watch nickelodeon <laughs> my mom was strict y'all she was strict but mostly she was hypocritical <laughs> but that's a whole other like how you gonna be strict and not let us watch or do any rap songs or anything but you gonna be like you know what this i'm gonna get you suckers really funny y'all go about to watch this shit with me and she would let us so with that i think that's all the notes i had with this the trolley problem yes that was an eye opener for me too because i sure shit didn't think about it that tells you that we're all selfish people and there's nothing wrong with it because i'm like well wait a minute is me killing myself really gonna stop this trolley though that's the question because the the setup to the trolley problem was you gonna hit one or the other person 
killing yourself in that matter if the trolley's still gonna go off track or maybe i don't know but i'm one of those people that have to go really down deep (laughs) i would be the worst student ever and with that, we're going to wrap up the good place for this week. If you want to send feedback, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or leave a comment below on this podcast. My social medias will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. <laughs>